Before we start, uh, last episode I had a longer uh, introduction about this, but at the end of the day, these... Bad phrasing. Black lives still matter. The police still need to be held accountable, defunded if not abolished. The pandemic is still something we all need to be aware of and taking proper steps and treating seriously. Yeah. All right. On to the games. Welcome to Maybe We Can Fix This, the podcast where we talk about games that we like and how we might have changed things to uh, make them just that much better. Uh, Joining me this week is Joe. Hello. I'm Joe. And I play video games. (laughs) One would expect. Um, So this week we are talking about Dark Souls. Um, the first of Dark Souls. Uh, Joe, why don't you start us off? Why did why did you play Dark Souls? Um, I played Dark Souls because uh, I was going through the Xbox Live shop um, and found that. Dark Souls was the uh, Xbox Gold game of the month or something. I think it's game of the month. Uh, it's the Games with Gold program, yeah. Yeah, Game with Gold. Yep. Um, and then I, I played it, and I all at that time, basically all my friends went to PC. So I had no one to play yeah. with. So I just had Dark Souls. Uh, and I just played Dark Souls. Uh, and I played it basically from when it was on Xbox, when it was free on Gold, yep. to when I got a PC in the uh, end of summer of 2014. Got a gaming PC in So a decent chunk of time. Yeah. Um, for my part, I had picked it up because it has quite a reputation, um, as things go for being a difficult game, sure, but also for being one that is very rewarding, uh, when you put the time into it and as something with like really deep lore and a lot of people put various games in the Soulsborne series is like some of the best ever made. And I was like, you know what? I should... I should try this. Um, And I tried it. And I lost that save when I lost all of my Xbox saves a few years back. Started playing it again. Got to Sense Fortress. And I just have not been able to progress since then. Um, I'm realizing we did this slightly out of order. What is Dark Souls? Like what you said, it's a... What, it's what people describe it as. It's a difficult game. Um, 
it is a fantasy fantasy medieval action RPG focusing yeah. on very weighty, deliberate combat. Uh, yeah. With a lot of either playing extremely cautiously or having quite a lot of risk-reward going on. Uh, as it is extremely easy to die. That's yeah. why versions of it have literally become... There was a version of the game that's literally called the Prepare to yeah. Die Edition, for the, crying the, out loud. The, like, uh, how games come out with, like, okay, all our DLC, DLC is out. Here's a re-released version of the game that has all the... Yeah, often like see, a Game of the Year edition, yeah. yeah. Their version of that was called Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition, so... Um, but it came out, it's the second game in that series after Demon's Souls. It came out for Xbox 360, PS3, and eventually PC. I don't have the year off the top of my head. It's got a couple of sequels since then. There's also Bloodborne, which is a faster-paced sort of alternative to their gameplay. And then Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Uh, yeah. Se- Sekiro is a, a, a weird one because it's made by the same people uh but it, it's different enough that it's it, it it yeah it's but it um yeah it is different enough but it has some elements um but yeah. dark souls on its own has spawned that whole like souls like genre that still doesn't have a yeah more formalized name uh so it's a pretty influential uh game for all said and done why did you like it so much uh i at that time i was going through uh just some mental hiccups and uh like it it was the the game i was playing and okay i i want to well I, i should say that when i first played it i played it for like a day uh, and stepped away from it because I didn't like it. Then I, then it popped up on my feed somewhere. Uh, and so I got back to it like three weeks later and then stopped, never put it down. <laughs> um, but I, I, I played it uh, again because it, 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 something clicked with me with it. And I just, I really enjoy the combat it has. Um, it, it, it's something that, that, really felt like I had it, it felt meaty combat. I don't know how better to put that than it. It felt like it's it was meaty combat rather than just me pressing buttons. Of course, there are people who play the game and just press buttons. Um, yeah, um, I used I think I used the word deliberate. Um, yeah. But it's it is a game where every action you take has momentum and takes time. Um, not necessarily in a realistic way. They're still wielding off weapons that are not really wieldable uh, practically. Yeah. But there's a lot more... Every action has a lot more sort of oomph to it than you might get in, say, uh, A Devil May Cry. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, or a God of War or something where, like... Yeah. It's more, excuse me, combo and flare driven. Yeah, or or the other term of the hack and slash. Yeah, uh, spin to win kind of combat. 
Right, all you have to do is basically just press these buttons and your character just spins up and stuns everything and can get so many combos out. Uh, but yeah, um, it, the and, and on top of that is at each time I progressed, it 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 helped make it fail. Helped with what I was going through at the time. Um, it made me fail. Just like I could, like I had achieved something that like was difficult because the majority of players haven't. People who have played Dark Souls haven't even made it past the tutorial. I think it may the, those stats may have changed with a uh, remaster. Yeah, I, d I don't have those stats in front of me. I. Yeah, you can probably look them like look up like the Xbox stats and link them in the description if anyone's interested. But I mean, yeah, I I didn't beat it, and I don't plan on beating this one at this point. Um, yeah, but we'll get to that. The in Dark Souls, there's like several drop up drop off points. Yeah, um, like there's the the tutorial for one, uh, but there's also the bell uh, bell gargoyles the. Yep. Uh, uh, then Blight Town, and uh, then also uh, uh, Sims Fortress is another big one. Which That's is, where I've stopped. Yeah. Uh, like, I was kind of surprised to hear Bell Gargoyles because I actually beat them the first try. Yeah, it, for <laughs> that, I don't, I don't <laughs> know exactly what prompts just, people to I stop playing. I think it was just coincidence. Yeah. I just got yeah. lucky. Um, it's like the original time I played the game, I beat the, what is that first bull dude? The Taurus Demon? Uh, the, the one on the bridge? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Taurus. The first time I played the game, I beat that guy first try, and the second time it took me like four. So. Yeah. Just like changes in yeah. how I played. And that sometimes, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to... Uh, belittle your attempt, um, but sometimes <laughs> it's it's literally just that they get. I don't want to say lucky, but they get like they're able to do it. People are able to just like, okay, I got this entire thing down and the first yeah. go. Um, but yeah, and then since Fortress is like it, it, it's the place that has the most amount of traps. Um, yeah, and it's so there's very trappy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it introduces you to an enemy that like you you haven't been introduced to, and you have no way of knowing that it's there um, until you have until you've noticed it, which um, or if, if you looked it up. Which enemy are are you referring to? Uh, the mimic. There's a mimic in there. Yeah. <laughs> I. Huh. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't it, think I got to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as as a thing, it's a it, it's if you realize that there's a possibility for mimics, you'll 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 know that it's there, or you have a higher chance of knowing it's there. But if you just play the game without looking up anything else, and you don't actually know that there are mimics in the game, oh wait, uh, no, I you won't realize it. You saw and, that thing. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure it killed me at least once. Um, but I also... 
had the light have the lightning spear. So maybe I killed one. Yes. Or maybe I made a lightning. It's a, it's also an upgrade path, so I might have just made one. Uh. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um. Yeah. For me, I there are definitely parts of the Dark Souls experience I enjoyed. Like I think there is what you were touching on where because it is something that can be difficult to approach or at the very least kind of unforgiving of some kinds of mistakes, it does feel really good when you beat a boss or when you get past a troublesome part. Like you can feel that accomplishment because it does feel like you have had to learn and grow as a player in order to do so. Um, which I did really like. Um, and I liked the sort of kind of general feel of the game. Like it was, it always surprised me when things moved quickly. Um, it felt like there was just a lot of complexity of location in where I was going and how I was getting there, which was intriguing. Um, but, yeah, it ended up being not for me. And as I said, we'll get to that. But as the guest, why don't you start us off? What didn't you like about, about Dark Souls? Um, there's a bunch of uh, mechanics in it that were kind of iffy. Um... But mo most of my problems are easily fixed by just going, hey, let's write the code a bit differently, or let's update the, the, the engine. Um, like, the, the uh, um, fact that there's a often input, input bag. Um, but yeah. ones that are but... less... And I think yeah. there there are definitely criticisms that can be made about things like that. Um, but what's something more structural that you would change? Um, one thing I would change is replaying it again. Uh, is make because you at at the start you you don't walk you have to walk everywhere which is ha, has a nice thing to it when uh but it, it also all the all the game it's the only game of the souls uh, of the from software souls games and Sekiro um and Bloodborne that doesn't give you warping doesn't give you ability to teleport uh from bonfire to, uh, from checkpoint to checkpoint uh, from the start of the game, um, and it has its it, it has a little bit of merit to it. it has a little like it, it helps. It does. It does to elaborate the. It helps you to realize just how really overlapping yeah, the world is. It gives you that chance to like go it, back through enemy areas that may have given you trouble and like be able to approach them in a new way. Or even just notice that you're, oh, wow, yeah. I have gotten better. 
Yeah, but in in the other sense, in the other way is it it has a lot of it does. blank space in gameplay, uh, where you just you're walking back because oh I just killed this boss, but the next place I have to go th- to is all the way up here. Yeah. Now and so I have to just trek all the way back, and it's just it it be, it becomes just. You walking and maybe that fighting an enemy. Um, and while that they you already fought. the first couple times, after a while, it's just like, yes, I have gone through the undead bird before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, like, th- th- there's the times where, oh, you act, you made him, you, you, uh, the game messed up and you f- fell. Uh, and now you died. And so I have to go all the way yeah. back up and, like, there's one distinct spot that I'm I'm thinking of right now, um, where it's right after you fight the uh, um, Quag, the the spider, um, the the spy, uh, the drider. Is um, is that that boss? Wait, you say spider? Is that the weird one that's in the cave near Blighttown? Oh uh, yeah, the one that has the uh, that, that has spits yeah. lava. Yeah, like the the walk back up after that is just a lot of. It's obnoxious. Blink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of places where, like, it's not even necessary because you made a mistake. It's because the game, uh, the the, the game itself kind of messed up. Or the game up. simply allows you to do things in a boring way. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you do? Just yeah. enable fast travel? Uh, at least, yeah. I mean, I would enable, like, you can go back to Firelink Shrine from the start. Okay. Kind of thing. Um, like, maybe not be able to warp back to uh, get the full warping ability, but you are able to just warp back to Firelink Shrine. Um. Uh, like, and then later on you can walk from place to place, but at least have it be so you can, yeah, at least not have that blanket of just uh, walking. That's fair. I think another way they could have approached that is to, I guess, just make the air the game a little more linear. Um, or like easier to align with a very linear path uh, because if you reduce the need to go backwards then you can solve that while still not just implementing fast travel but that's certainly a, a, a way that yeah. you could go yeah I, I, I really enjoy the world making the like the actual like the overlapping world of Dark Souls 1, where, like, there's a bunch of opportunities for shortcuts to play, yeah. like, you're all this way here, and then you just pull this lever, and you have a place that you were at the, at the start of the game, and it, like, you didn't realize you were really yeah, just like, above it. A, there was a lot of places I found um, that, like, I didn't finish or figure out the purpose of, because I just found them at a time when I, I don't know if I wasn't supposed to be there yet or what. 
by like Valley of Drakes. I have no idea what I was supposed to be doing there. Um, there's that weird graveyard area and then the slightly horrifying area below it. I forget what was horrifying about it other than the fact it was dark. And I feel like something down there was killing me in one hit. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about Tomb of the Giants? I don't know if it was Giants. The, the, like, it, it was like all dark except for it's where super, you are. And it's it, super dark. It was like... You go down like a ladder or a tunnel or something and there's like a big pit in the middle and you fight some skeletons. And then there's like a drop or another ladder. And I don't remember if I got past whatever that spot was. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 that's meant for like after you've made it up to Sen's Fortress after, um, yeah, like all this all but stuff. But you happened. can get there Which, right also, after was, you get to Firelink Shrine. <laughs> yeah, you you it, the game doesn't tell you where At to all. go, other than oh, I'm getting one shot by these things, or I'm getting wrecked by all these things, and I'm barely doing anything to it. So maybe this is where I should go, and so you find a path to. Where you're doing decent amount of damage to. Which, which, which can um, take but, some trial like, and error, but uh, I don't think that in itself is a yeah. bad thing because, as you said, like, it is nifty to see how everything is sort of mapped out to make some sort of logical, physical sense. Yeah. Like, that, that's one of the things that, like, gives a little, like, that's one of the f- things that many people are fond of the first game for. Yeah, I've heard um, that before. But in the same sense, Bloodborne does it, and Bloodborne does it a little better. Okay. Because it starts you with warping, and you still feel that interconnected Okay, world. I'm sure I'll get to Bloodborne eventually. I just yeah. haven't yet. <laughs> um, I, I love... Yeah, I love Dark Souls 1, but Bloodborne just polished that's everything. The sort, that's the sort it's of stuff. It's a much more polished game. Um, um, for me, I think one of my biggest issues, um, and this is, and I went over this a lot in our original recording of this episode, one of my big issues was that the fact that the game doesn't really teach you how anything works, um, and not in a, you're supposed, and I, the intent is that you are supposed to figure it out by trial and error and by like making a community of people where you all figure out the secrets together. And I do get that. And I think there are definitely things in the game where doing it that way can be cool. Like the sort of like room to room people leaving, you know, blood stains of, hey, Try doing this. And sometimes they're trolling you and sometimes it's just like giving you hints. That's kind of cool. But not giving you a good way to know what the stats for your character are when you determine what stats increase on level ups is less cool. Um, because it feels like you yeah. don't have the basic information um, needed to understand the systems. And so for some of that, it's just a matter of you need some better tutorial like tooltip text or like descriptions and in 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 the the menus and such but i want to focus um at least to start 
on the fact that the game has a class system where at the start of the game you one of the things you choose is your class and this is before you do any any gameplay it is just character creation here's your class um, they are not necessarily standard classes for uh, either Eastern or Western uh, RPGs it isn't like a Dungeons and Dragons style fighter, mage, cleric, druid, ranger, blah blah blah. It isn't like a Final Fantasy style fighter, thief, black mage, white mage. You have things like was it pyromancer and pilgrim? Yeah. And I don't know them all, but there's like yeah. somewhere between a half dozen and a dozen classes, and they aren't. They have descriptions, but it's not necessarily clear how they expect those. It's difficult to know how those classes should play from the descriptions. Um, so when you combine that with the fact that I don't think the game teaches some of the basic interactions very well, like uh, parrying, for instance, um, my... My pitch is a completely redesigned tutorial. Um, so before I just keep talking, uh, Joe, would you like to explain what the tutorial in Dark Souls is like? Uh, it drops you in a jail cell and it tells you to fight things. It does tell you how to the basic button presses, like uh, 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 the right triggers, the, the triggers and the um, button are how you attack. Uh, hold down B is to run. Uh, press B while running. Uh, quickly press B to run while running is how you jump and all this other stuff. Um, but it doesn't give any uh, any actual like It doesn't show you. You have to show yourself how it, how it does. Like it shows you the button to press. Uh, then you press that button, and so you then you see how it how it's done. How it, which is different than like the typical tutorial, which is you get a little like just a, a little show what it does. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of tutorials um, either give you a very blatant show of what needs to be done or they don't allow you to progress unless you've learned the lesson they are trying to teach you. Um, you know, like the basic example being yeah. in like a platformer where, excuse me, in a platformer where they'll say, press this button to jump and there'll be something you can't get past unless you jump and then do this to double jump and you'll need to be able to successfully double jump to get past that and at that point, you're like, okay, this is a thing. This is how I can use it. And it's a pretty, like, standard tutorial language. Um, and I don't think it's the only way to teach things, but it, it can be useful. Um, but, yeah, so the tutorial drops in a jail cell, gives you a few pop-ups. Um, you get some equipment based on whatever class you picked. Um you fight a few skeletons, there's like a trap, um, and that, and you fight a boss. 
originally you run away from the boss yeah. and then later on you drop down from the bo- on the boss from above and you fight a boss um yeah it's not a particularly long tutorial um but my biggest problem with it is it doesn't actually teach you all of the things you need to know to play the game like it doesn't teach you both blocking and parrying and dodging as different ways to handle attacks coming at you it doesn't make sure you can do both ranged attacks and melee attacks it doesn't really teach you how to deal with traps very well um and one thing it definitely doesn't do is it does not teach you how to play your class. Um, however small the differences between the classes might be as the game progresses. And some... Sorry. Yeah. Also, when you say class, it's also not traditional classes where, okay, I pick this melee class... Uh, and I go melee the whole way. You pick that that class. That's the basically loadout yeah. you start with. But then you can just go, hey, I want to do all this magic. And you just start with that class, and you do all the magic. It... The reason why the classes exist are so you you uh, have a little like yeah, foothold. Yeah, gives you a leg up into right, the sort of playstyle you want to do. Um, and yeah. I don't think that's a bad way to do a class system. Like plenty of other games. Uh, Elder Scrolls games uh, used to do something similar, where you didn't necessarily have to stick to what your class said it was good at. It just you started out better at that, and so if that's what you want to do, then it was it, the game was easier for it. Um, yeah. But one advantage of of that class system is that it means you have these in-game ideas of different playstyles. You know, are you throwing fireballs from a distance? Are you doing heavy armor up close? Are you a dodgy boy? Like, you know. And so what I would do, I would take each of those classes, um, make sure, potentially trim it down so it's just like whatever your player archetypes are is what you have left for classes. I don't know if there's surplus classes beyond that, but... Perhaps trim them down as necessary. And then have the tutorial be a longer linked tutorial. So to start with, if you already know what you want to do for your class, you can just say, I want to be this and skip the tutorial. If you don't, what you will get instead is one by one, a maybe 10 to 15 minute segment of playing each class um so if you choose and those tutorial segments rather than being the same little dungeon stretch for everyone each one will be geared towards partly you being successful with the default play style for that class and partly difficult with that play style um so if it's you know, big chunky armor bro, then there'll be a section where it would be, it would favor you being up close and taking hits or blocking with the shields 
against melee opponents. And then maybe there's a segment where you're having ranged magic being thrown at you. And you have to be like, okay, this is... I need to dodge and avoid that because I can't really block that. Um, And by having these different play styles and having to sort of encounter a few challenges as each one, it also gives you the opportunity to teach more of the ways that you interact with enemies than just attack and block. Because you have more... The player will gain more insight over time. And you can also explicitly say, try doing this um, more times. And so it might be annoying to do too many tutorials at once. um, But the idea is that once you do one of the tutorial runs and you're like, wow, I really enjoyed that. Then you can just be that class and stop your stop going through tutorials. And maybe it takes all 7 or 13 or 22 classes. I have no idea how many classes there are, and I'm not looking up in the middle of the podcast. Um, (laughs) Or maybe it takes two. But it gives you a chance to try it in a more structured way than just redoing that one tutorial dungeon a bunch of times with with very slightly different loadouts and hoping that once you get to the more difficult part of the game, you'll still want to play how you started playing. Uh, yeah. Which I I think I think's good. Um, especially if the tutorial is the, the tutorial in the game is already offline only. Like in that specific at least in that specific time, uh, because it's like a tutorial, it's designated tutorial. Uh, it 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 pops up um, uh, a a like it, it manually pops up the it, not manually, it automatically pops up the 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 uh, tutorial whereas in the game as it is right now uh, you had to manually uh, pre- uh, pop up the information to get the um, things and which. I'm not sure I'm following uh, what you're saying. So, like, it, it was using with the, the message system of Dark Souls to teach you the the original tutorial is using uh, the message right. system, which doesn't pause your game and it doesn't yep. the, pop the, up. The same me- the same uh, message system what, used by yeah. other players in the the multiplayer to give you information. Yeah, yeah, um, which in itself. I, I've talked to a ton of people about Dark Souls because it's really like it's one of my favorite games. Yeah. Um, and the and I've it's a uh, su- surprising amount of people have missed some of those messages, so they don't know parts of the game. Um, Do you have uh, what's the uh, so they don't. Um. I, there is one who didn't even know that there was parrying. One who didn't even know there was a, a kick system, which the kick system is kind of just all around weird and needless. Yeah, I don't first know game. if I ever kicked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and uh, like they are. They I, are I think I missable things. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. especially if you're getting attacked by things and and you just in the heat of time, you don't you don't always remember it. It's especially not good for people who like. Okay, I'm fighting this. I'll I'll look at this message after I'm done fighting this, but fighting it instead takes you further into yeah. the thing, so you forget about it while you're fighting. Um, it also, the one trap is in it. It doesn't teach you about traps. It doesn't teach you the how the game, how you should be uh, looking in your surroundings, uh, yeah. with for, to find traps. Because isn't it? It's literally just you start walking up the stairs and a barrel falls down the stairs, right? It, it it's it, it you start walking up the stairs and a like metal ball, giant That's metal ball, is, sorry. comes and knocks you. Um, yeah, uh, and so sure you can if you if you already realize that oh they're shouting the games I should be cautious, and you look you can see the top of the ball. Uh, so, oh, that looks like it's a possible trap. Uh, I'm going to be cautious. And so you go up and you're more cautious. Cool. But if you don't have that, you won't notice that you can see that and it just comes out of nowhere. Uh, and the thing with that trap is once it goes off, it doesn't go off again. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, so you don't have the chance to, oh, that's what happened kind of thing yeah and uh um, unlike some of the traps in the game it doesn't have like an obvious pressure plate or anything um yeah you don't get to see something else trip a similar trap first um there's the, the most it's not yeah the most yeah, you're going you off maybe of. go off the sound but that doesn't give you a lot of time to react yeah um uh, there's also blood stains but at that point like uh, you can just assume any yeah. blood stains are just it's dark souls yeah <laughs> the game hasn't yeah. been going on long enough the you're not far enough in the game to have an understanding that when there's blood stains in an environment there is something dangerous that is killing people right there um because yeah. you don't you don't understand at least when yeah, there's a you don't understand it's yeah. not just an aesthetic choice often um, because you're in the first 30 minutes of the game. Um, and you're just not going to know patterns. Yep. Uh, even after that trap is triggered, you're not necessarily going to know the pattern, especially because you can get hit by that ball in a multitude of different spots along that staircase in the ground in front of it, which might not be where the bloodstains are. Yeah. The, the bloodstains also take play. They they start like, I think, a ten seconds before the death. So if someone's just running, they run, run, get hit. You're gonna see that like uh, ten seconds before they got hit, yeah. before they they died. And if it also it doesn't outright just yeah, kill it you, it could just knock you out, do just damage. So it, it doesn't necessarily just generate a bloodstain. Um, so yeah, there's definitely better, a better trap they could have used, like the arrow traps that are the most common. Um, yeah, like 
I used up on a pressure plate and it fires an arrow. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, like that's like that's the sort of trap that I'm more used to running into. Um, and that's a more understandable trap. But we'll... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my, that's my tutorial fix. It's do more small yeah. tutorials geared towards the different play styles. And that way you have the opportunity to actually teach the game. Um, because I think once you know what the game sort of wants from you, the game isn't, it's not hellishly difficult. It's just obtuse. Um, and so if you can sort of yep. trim away some of that obtuseness, um, then more people could perhaps enjoy the game. And I don't think there's anything wrong with more people enjoying the game. Yeah. I, th an another thing that goes into the tutorial, a, a, a tutorial fix is that you can't pause Bloodborne. You can't, yeah, I, I understand why they um. do not let you pause because it's like, they want everything to feel dangerous and yada yada yada. I personally cannot stand when games don't let you pause. The the real the more um another reason for it is that it's quote unquote always online. As long as you're online, it's online yeah, kind of and thing. Like, um, there is, and so you it's it's like you can't pause a multiplayer game because. Well, you can. Some games yeah, do allow like, you. But like, some it, games it, do. It, and it, frankly, I think it's rude to your players to think that your game is more important than anything else that might come up. Um, which is why I yeah. think pausing should should just be in games. But Yeah. But with, with multiplayer games, I can see the merit of... You can't I pause can it. I can see what they're going because for. Because then you just... Especially if it's like a a, a team based multiplayer game, where like that team is fighting your team, uh, and if you just like, hey, I want to pause this, you there's this easy way. There is ways of trolling. Like, um, and it's also just like, oh, this guy, I I have to go eat something. I'm going to pause this game. Like, there's a bunch of problems that come with pausing yeah. multiplayer games. I think um, my thoughts at on that, that moment can, can wait till a different episode yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my favorite game, my favorite FromSoft game, and one of my favorite all-time games, because FromSoft games are yep. basically all my favorite games, uh, but <laughs> one of my favorite all-time game, favorite games is Sekiro, which is an offline-only yep. game, uh, and they let you pause. And it's so good. And another thing that like is famous in the Souls games is the victory to death, where you do something, you do a feat in the game, like you beat this boss, but the game's not paused, and you go to just have like a celebration, or, like a just where just like let yourself off. And then an enemy that you had aggroed before you fought the boss comes in and then just kills you before you can get back to you, the controls to yeah. get away from it. Uh, and so you just 
finished this feat and then you died. So you you got all this much, mm-hmm. you got all this stuff, and then you died. Where, uh, like, adding it something where you can pause, it would be a, a great addition to stop that. But and like, but so a bunch of people are like, oh, that's a that that that's something that's an ingrained part of Dark Souls of the you sometimes get you some you celebrate a victory, but then you die. That that's a like a keystone of Dark Souls. Footage really not it's more just like a thing so people can make like just like a joke but um like yeah in Sekiro that still happens <laughs> <laughs> even in a game where you can pause it people still have that situation happen because they're celebrating they don't always pause the game to celebrate and then they get hit and killed um and, and so it is i if they even if like they had it okay we're we're actually in an actual like it's multiplayer uh it we we can't pause but oh now i died or the invader died or i no longer have a have a uh a, 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 a co-op partner a summoned spirit. I I'm now basically offline. Then being able to pause would add something to the game that I think it needs. Um, just an always going type of gameplay, where it has its merits, but it's just it 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 it's not that needed. It doesn't add enough to warrant it being that yeah. way yeah i'd agree i think it's 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 a little quality of life thing to be able to pause and i can see the appeal that people might have um if they feel like it is a more i don't know hardcore experience to not be able to or more true to form um it is probably viable to give them a setting where if they flip this setting, they cannot pause and the rest of us can pause and live happy lives. <laughs> yep. But like, and, and like, there is the whole thing of, Oh, you should, you should quit out a game. If you need to take a breather or something like that, 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 that you don't always like, if I, okay, if I, I beat this boss. I'll let me just, I get a phone <laughs> just close out the game. When I'm halfway through an area, I don't want to, quit the game and lose my progress because the game won't let me pause for two minutes to find out why my mother uh you know wants to buy bear traps i don't know that's not a phone call my mother has done (laughs) to my knowledge um like it's one thing if it's like oh if you want to like just take a break then just wait to get to a save sure but like it's sort of the old like It's sort of similar to the old issue where, pe- where like, kids playing video games where the parents are like, pause, like, come do this thing. It's like, I can't. It's like, the game isn't letting me not be punished because something else has to be done. Anyway. I feel like I'm getting sidetracked here. Yeah. <sighs> um, do I have any other 
pitches in regards to Dark Souls. Um, I think the other the other thing that kind of annoys me. Uh, there are people who are really into the lore of this game and this series. Um, the way the lore is presented is very much like item descriptions. Um, which in and of itself isn't a bad thing, but having to go into your inventory and find the right item isn't a very convenient method of looking up a piece of information. You know, if if you find a shield that talks about, and I'm making this up, the Great Burning, and then three hours later you find a ring that's like... Uh, or like you, you find a shield and it's like forged after the Great Burning or something. And then later on you find something describing what the Great Burning is. You're not going to be able to go back to whatever information is on that shield very easily unless you like have written it down yourself somewhere or just encounter the two things close enough together that you remember it. Um, the game doesn't really have any sort of built-in glossary or encyclopedia or any sort of like lore document or the story so far and nothing like that um and while i think discovering the lore piecemeal is useful um it isn't a game that otherwise necessarily expects you to be like keeping notes and writing a lot of things down um it, it's very much yeah. You're doing a lot of learning, but it's like situational reaction learning instead of like mystery and quest goals learning. Um, and having to make, having each player have to like make their own lore encyclopedia or look up someone else's in order to put pieces of information together that you're giving them, but not giving them a way to look at side by side is a little unfortunate and I think it probably keeps people from actually understanding what's going on. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing that would fix that is of course the, the, the glossary encyclopedia that yeah. you, you mentioned, but also uh, something that would just aid it would be having it. If you pick up an item, if you go to the item, having it, have it say something that says, Oh, this item's unread, or uh, y y this is a new item. Something that explains that you haven't seen this item, you haven't looked at this item in your inventory yet. Um, would also just help to find what item you picked up. That's fair. I don't think uh, I, I don't think I ever was finding I, enough items in a row to need that yeah. specifically. Um, yeah, but it it definitely helps. It would definitely help with like if you collect weapons because at the end of the game uh when you pick up all these different weapons um because enemies can drop yeah. weapons there's weapons that just mm -hmm. you can pick up on just dead bodies uh you have a ton of weapons you can search through uh but the, the doesn't it's not in the order of what you pick them up in uh so it just the, i i've watched people get they confused of what item they just picked up. 
sometimes they don't even pay attention to the the thing that popped up to say what item uh because they're in the mid fight uh and whatnot um oh yeah uh adding a site encyclopedia of just the information uh, uh for the lore would be nice uh because I said this last time, there's Vadi Vidya, uh, who just is the notorious for being the, the basically uh, the the person who dissects the law of Dark Souls. Who's the, the um, YouTuber again? Vadi Vidya. Okay. Yeah. Um. It, it's V A T T I. Uh. B I D Y A. in the description. Yep. Um, but they, they just they they went they've gone through the game all the games and have uh, heavily looked at the uh, what said and has have their own little thing and the the they they, they yeah they have their own like this is what the I got from the law kind of thing but the the main thing of the of souls lore is that uh it, it's based off of uh uh Miyazaki's uh the, the the lead developer and now uh president of from software uh it it was based off of when he was a child he was given books and i think english uh and he could read parts of his books but he couldn't read all the books, all all the all the words. Uh, so he would often just make up the gaps in his own head of what what happened huh. in between. Um, and, that, and yeah, and that 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 that's what the the the, the way the law is told to the player is based off of. It's based off of his experience as a child, making his own story from. Uh, making his own stories based off of other stories. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that, yeah, that was first done in Demon Souls. Uh, and it's been done in all the Souls games and Bloodborne. Uh, and it wasn't exactly done in Sekiro. There's tidbits similar to it in Sekiro, but Sekiro had its own, like, solid... Law. Okay. It's more like a full-on yeah. story. Because you're also playing a specific old. person, correct? Yes. Uh, more than just being, oh, you're the the undead. <laughs> you're the chosen undead. Uh, it, it's me. Yo, you're you're that person who's supposed to protect this person. Um. Here's your name right here. Uh. It, it, it's Sekiro is much more of a story, whereas Dark Souls is you're experiencing the aftermath of a of a yeah. story and trying to piece it together, kind of thing. Um, and it has its own story; it progresses its own story. But the main story of Dark Souls is the what you learn about the world as you go. Um, But the, the story, as far as you know, is the you start the, the the asylum and you you 
you're not sure why you're there. You learn why you learn about the going undead thing, and then that there's a bell to awaken something. Then you find out there's two bells of awakening, and you have to go up and down. Ah, uh, but yeah. It it. it The, the story is based off of Miyazaki's experience as a child, which I, 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 I very enjoy. And so uh, I, I think the having it be not, I think having the law be the way it is is great, but having something like an encyclopedia uh, would also be just great to have, oh, here's all the information, so I don't have to go to this yeah. YouTuber and having to find go out outside everything. of the game in order for the game to make sense can work. Yeah. Um, I just don't think in this instance it did. Is there anywhere that people can find you online or anything else you would like to plug? Uh, I have a Twitter at Stomping Walrus. Uh, S-T-O-M-P-I-N-G whole thing no no space uh and i also have a twitch with the same name uh also no space cool 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 um it has a space that's not me that has this underscore that's not me <laughs> nice um but yeah thank you for for joining me this week uh between a rework me. tutorial a lore encyclopedia and I'm blanking on what we talked about 40 minutes. Warping. Actually having fast travel. I think we could have taken Dark Souls and turned out... Maybe not a... What's the word I want? Objectively better game. But one that at least would be friendlier to its player base. Uh, So yeah, Yeah. maybe we could have fixed it. Take care. The Maybe We Can Fix This podcast is produced by me, Morgan Le Fay. Theme music is by Incredible Unbelievable, and logo design is by Juliana Wheel. You can find some of my writings at morganemily.blog, and you can follow me on Twitter at Morgan Play. Thank you for listening.